If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever noticed that in the history of the church, Many, many terrible ideas have come out of Germany. Yes, Germany has been home to some of the greatest saints of the church, and I'm sure that some saints will emerge from Germany in our day in the faithful resistance to the errors that we see all around us. But yes, many horrific errors have been spawned in Germany. The German Bishops' Conference have just announced a working document for their schismatic synod that is chock full of errors that, in short, will turn the church in Germany into one big James Martin party. All I can say is, if you don't remember what Our Lady of Fatima said about impurity and sins of the flesh, please go back and revisit her message. I have a video on that if you want. So let's get into this working document, because it's an unholy mess of terrible ideas that will almost certainly lead souls to hell. But I wanted to take a moment to thank the patrons of this channel. Your support through the mail, subscribe star, and Patreon has been immensely helpful to the work of this channel. You have the heartfelt thanks of myself and my family in that. If you want to support this work, you can do so in the links in the description. That support helps keep this content coming on a daily basis, and enables me to keep working to improve the audio and, yes, visual quality of this content, as well as to keep working on some larger projects behind the scenes that will be made public in the near future. So thank you for your support. That work is actually pretty interesting, by the way. Now, on to the topic of the day. Okay, so brace yourselves. I'm going to be using some sanitized language, most of it coming from the church, here to describe some especially awful sins. And at other times, I'll be using the language you're used to me using if you've been subscribed here for a while. To put it bluntly, the Germans are rejecting overtly the church's teaching on sexual morality. I can't remember which unquestionably faithful teacher of the Catholic faith said this, but heresies are almost always accompanied by below-the-belt issues. Keep that in mind. So with that modified use of language in mind, here's our headline from LifeSite. German Bishop Synod Working Document calls for approval of contraception, the uh, James Martin lifestyle, and women's ordination. The Synodal Path Working Document defended the use of contraception, self-abuse, and uh, Skittles. <clears throat> now, are we all that surprised? In a sense, yes, we should all be surprised. After all, even the most corrupt of men who hold an office in the hierarchy of the church should have at least a baseline control of their passions and not try to inflict this lack of self-control onto others, right? Though history doesn't usually show that. <laughs> but here we are. The German bishops began their so-called synodal path on Thursday of last week, and working documents have been released to the public that show that the German bishops are planning to do is to reinvent the church in Germany, even if they say they're not trying to do that at all. I wonder if they're doing this in protest to what the church teaches on this. Anyway, here's what Cardinal Marx has to say about the reasoning for essentially telling St. Paul and the ancient prophets that they were wrong and that the modern world is right when it comes to these hot-button issues. Now, I'm going to take a lot of this from the German site's English language page, 
for those skeptical of LifeSite news, though LifeSite will be referred to here and there. Quote, We know about the cases of clerical abuse of power. It betrays the trust of people in search of stability and religious orientation. What must be done to achieve the necessary reduction of power and establish a more just and legally binding order will be clarified by the Synodal Path. The establishment of administrative courts is part of this. We know that the way of life of bishops and priests demands changes in order to show the inner freedom of faith and the orientation towards the example of Jesus Christ. We value celibacy as an expression of the religious relationship with God. We will find out how far it must belong to the witness of the priest in our church. The sexual morality of the church has not yet absorbed decisive insights from theology and human sciences. The personal meaning of sexuality does not receive sufficient attention. The result, the proclamation of morality, does not give orientation to the vast majority of the baptized. It leads a niche existence. We sense how often we are not able to speak when it comes to questions about today's sexual behavior. End quote. I could probably make a whole video on just that statement. First, yes, the abuse of power in the church has been grotesque. We, that is, those of us who want the faith to be taught as it has always been taught before the revolution in the church, those of us who want priests and bishops of Jesus Christ to be exemplary men worthy of admiration, we recognize that just it's not the problem of that, that Cardinal Marx is citing, but the abuse of the priesthood and the abuse of ecclesial power has absolutely destroyed people's faith. If that doesn't make you angry, then there is something wrong with you. The real abuse of power comes from teaching heresy and heterodoxy from the pulpit, covering up for unspeakable crimes committed by men in collars, and for denouncing those who dare to oppose the spread of the likes of the James Martins in the church. Those who do defend the faith, and our priests and bishops, deserve our admiration and respect. Too few of them are known to us, and that problem comes from the fear of the corrupt men in the hierarchy, who by all appearances have little faith or faith in some parody of the Catholic faith. That is the problem. Reducing the power of the hierarchy isn't going to solve this. All that will accomplish is turning the Catholic Church into the Anglican Church, and that will only lead to total catastrophe. Changing the lifestyle of the priests and bishops to show the freedom of faith and orientation towards the example of Christ. What does he even mean by that? So would the bishops and priests live in poverty? Sure, let's end the practice of celebrity priests and bishops. You first, Cardinal. Oh, you mean you want to change the celibate practices of priests of the church. Now, folks, Cardinal Marx made his statement about imitating Christ as priests and bishops literally before saying that he doubts it upholds the life of faith and that celibacy just isn't in keeping with the wisdom of the modern world. Think about that for a moment, and I, I wonder what he's implying there. These people think that the modern world offers anything but blood sacrifice to Moloch in order to protect and spread grotesque and gross behavior around the world. What decisive insights from theology and human sciences could he possibly be talking about? Besides the fact that social sciences are largely bunk, I know this as a trained social scientist. A personal meaning of sexuality reduces all of what he wants the church to teach on that hard topic, moral relativism. This is at the heart of modernism. Many, many of our circles throw the term modernist and modernism around lightly, but at the core of that heresy is the concept of vital imminence, which states that religion is a purely personal experience and as such can be fundamentally different from person to person, that the truths of the faith are different from person to person. 
This is the wellspring that gave us the idea that the church can be overridden due to personal conscience. What Cardinal Marx is saying here is just more of that. And like I said at the start of this video, these kinds of errors always are accompanied by below-the-belt issues. Here we have it on full display. I have a link to the German website with the document on the sources page, which is in the link in the description under the heading Sources. It's easy to find. Have a look at it yourself. It's not a small document, so I suspect we'll be talking about this in the days and weeks to come. For now, here's what the document says on contraception. Quote, Not every sexual act must remain open to procreation. The principle of responsible parenthood is extended to include the element of family planning through the free choice of a means of contraception appropriate to the respective life situation. Family planning, even by means of artificial contraception, is not a hostile act but supports the right of a couple to make a responsible joint decision on the number of children, the intervals between births, and the concrete means of family planning. End quote. I'm sure the population control experts at the UN are jumping for joy at this total rejection of the Catholic faith on this. The document never mentions what the Church calls self-abuse explicitly, but it does say this, quote, The joyful experience of one's own body, self-sex, can also mean a responsible approach to one's own sexuality. End quote. Sorry if this offends people, but I do have to ask, what on earth possessed them to include this stuff in the document? Are they tired of something like 80% of men confessing that sin? That statistic comes from a priest who gave a talk I attended some years ago. It's always stuck with me, and it doesn't surprise me. This is a taste of what the document says on the James Martin lifestyle. Quote with a sanitized language. The acts defended by James Martin also realize positive, meaningful values, insofar as they are an expression of friendship, reliability, loyalty, and support in life. End quote. The uh, James Martin lifestyle, the document adds, should no longer be considered as intrinsically disordered. This reminds me of an edited version of the online catechism that was discovered, which had been ch changed to say that the lifestyle that the catechism calls uh, intrinsically disordered now calls it differently ordered. Then it was discovered that James Martin is actually involved in the work of that office in the Vatican. Go figure. I would cite the, sort, the quotes from the Catechism of John Paul II on those issues to correct them, or I could quote the Catechism of Trent or the Writings of the Saints or Sacred Scripture, but you all know that this is not just wrong but outright evil, so I'm not going to waste your time. Instead, please pray that this gets derailed by Francis. And, then, and I know what you're thinking about that. But last year, when they announced the Synod, Francis was very publicly not pleased with this, saying that the Germans were trying to tackle issues that should be addressed by the Church as a whole, not by a national conference of bishops. In other words, they were overstepping their authority. And that is something that Francis absolutely hates. But if you need another reason, Marx has already said that these items are a foregone conclusion. About a month ago... He said that those living the James Martin lifestyle were part of the sacramental community of the church, meaning that living that lifestyle does not exclude anyone from receiving the sacraments. You know as well as I do that there are plenty of Catholics in the U.S. and in the West broadly who are pushing for these things to be done in the church as a whole. When an error is adopted in one place, it quickly spreads. That's how we got girl altar boys and communion in the hand, despite Rome saying no to both before folding under the pressure from modernist bishops. And speaking of girl altar boys, the document does call for some kind of quasi-ordination of women, so brace yourselves for that. But remember, Marx doesn't think he's reinventing the church in the process. He's kind of like Martin Luther in that. Which is why I said at the start that many bad ideas have come from Germany. 
And then there's one that's direct, that's, you know, tied to his name, to this Cardinal's name. So, you know, but let me know what you think about this in the comments, please. And it should be obvious that we need to keep praying for the church. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.